0: In case you missed it, my book, Anatomy of Abundance, hit the market and it is officially an Amazon bestseller. We couldn't have done it without your help. Thank you for being here and supporting me. If you haven't picked up your copy, pick it up today. Learn how to transcend the limits of scarcity and rewrite your life's narrative, transforming it into a story of boundless prosperity and fulfillment with Anatomy of Abundance. Join renowned author Petrina Wisdom and 16 Brilliant Minds on a Transformative Journey. Discover awe-inspiring narratives and empowering strategies to attain abundance in relationships, career, health, and wealth. Every purchase breathes life into a remarkable cause, donating book proceeds to the Shine organization. Shine organization empowers sex trafficking survivors to break free from scarcity, fear, and past traumas, and boldly create their own unique path to abundance Through Entrepreneurship. Buy your copy today. You're listening to Fuck Being Stuck, the podcast where we spotlight women who've gone from managing to mastering life's challenges and the badass practitioners that are changing the way we heal. I'm Dr. Sabrina Nicole, psychologist, coach, author, and speaker. But more importantly, I'm a woman who had my own journey to mastering chronic pain. You don't need to be stuck anymore. Fuck that. Fuck that. Hey there, I'm so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about overcoming. And I know that sounds broad, but we are gonna drill it down with my guest, Dr. Naima Burgess. Let me just tell you a little bit about Dr. Burgess. She's a clinical school neuropsychologist, beating the odds and always rising above, speaking life into all by specializing in autism, behaviors, neurotypicalities, such as ADHD and executive functions, and personal empowerment development. Welcome, Dr. Burgess.
1: Hello, hello. Super excited. Really excited. That's like listening to that is like, God, that's me. Mm, Thank you.
0: That's you and more.
1: And more.
0: Tell us the more. Tell us the more.
1: The more. Jesus. Well, I'll, I'll tell you my act like how I became who I am right now and who I'm growing to become. Like, I feel like we never arrive. Once you get to the, the top of the peak, you know, you take a little breath and God said, all right, I got more for you. So as long as we're living, we're either growing or we're either withering. We're, we're always in motion. There's no stagnation at all. So when I was eight, God told me I was going to be a psychologist. And my dad would take us to, my sister and I, to the library to look up professions. And he was like, no, you're going to be a medical doctor. I said, no, that's not what I heard. I heard psychologists. I don't know what that is. So I had to do research on what psychologist a psychologist would be. At, four, was. at 14, God told me I would work with children um, when I was 17, he sat me down and did a 10 year plan for my life to become a doctor. And of course, you know, sometimes we obedient and sometimes we disob. I was always disobedient. Well, not all the way. Cause I made it, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do everything according to the way that he wanted me to do things. But yeah, I, I got my doctorate when, oh wait, 2015, 20, no, 2013. Or fourteen, but I had some bumps in the road. Like I had to retake my comprehensive exam after failing. From you had to get you had to get scored thirty by three people, and one person scored me a twenty-nine. So that's three months of one exam that I had to redo all over. Yes, and get rescored because she said I didn't have enough references. That was the only problem. I said, okay. Let, yes, I fell to my knees crying. And then I was like, self, like, this ain't gonna get you nowhere. Get yourself up and get it together and, and finish this. So I finished it. I finished it. I definitely had to redo my internship because of blackmail. After three quarters the way through, I had to restart all over again because of blackmail from the company that I was doing my internship with. I had to find a whole nother site. But God, I made it and I finished it. So then here comes this 2000, what was it? So I finished in 2013 and I'm still not licensed, but how do I grow my business? I see these people that, you know, they have these contracts for me, like I can do that myself. So I started my own business and started running after my own contracts without being licensed. And that has kept me and just shown me how to be more resilient and shown me that if other people can start their business and have me working for them, I could Start my business and work for myself. There are a lot of walls that I hit, but there are cracks and creases. And I go through the cracks and creases and crevices. Mm.
0: Wow. So I didn't realize you had the hurdle of the comprehensive exam having to retake that. Mm-hmm. And then the internship redoing the hours. Yep.
1: Three quarters the way through that. What happened was I had my son and the company, the owner of the company learned that once I finished my internship, I was going to go back home. I decided at that time I was going to raise my son in the South. And what they told me was, well, they brought me into the room and closed the door. And they were like, well, we were told that you're going to go back down South. I said, yes. Like it wasn't, it wasn't something I was trying to keep from them, but that was my plan. It was none of their business, but that was my plan. Once my internship is over, it's over. They said, well, basically they said, if I don't sign a contract with them to work, A year after my internship, they're not signing off on my hours. Hindsight 2020, yes. I didn't know that I can go to the board, the psychology board. I didn't know. I'm a solutions Mm. person. I'm a solutions person. And I immediately wrote my letter of resignation because you're not going to blackmail me. Like, it's the principle. It was the principle. Mm -hmm. I could have stayed there and signed on with them. But honestly, all they had to do was say, Naima, would you work with us an additional year? Like we're, we're struggling or whatever the case. Can you please stay on an additional year? I would have said absolutely. I would have said absolutely. But you blackmailing me. No, I can't do it.
0: Can't do it. Wow. Woo. hmm. OK, that's deep. That's mm-hmm. deep. Yep, I did not. This is a job and they trying to blackmail you into yep. continuing with them. I've yep. never heard of such a thing.
1: They sure did. I'm not going to tell you who they were, but that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened.
0: And I could only imagine. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine. And then comes time to get ready for licensure. Jesus. Listen, that
1: EPPP. So we have to take something called the EPPP. It's an exam. It's like the bar exam for psychologists, the national exam. Y'all, we have at least... 11 areas of psychology that you have to know front, back, inside, and out. You have to know the body, you have to know drugs, you have to know how they intertwine with disorders, research, and statistics. And you have to, when I say you have to know it, you have to know it inside and out. So, me being ADHD, never diagnosed, I took my exam over and over and over. And like I said, I'm a solutions person. The exam, you know, my ancestors, I always envision Martin Luther King. I always envision my, my biggest hero that is, that was a slave was Harriet Tubman. And I just see myself in her shoes and just going back and getting more slaves to freedom. How do I not continue to take this exam and get over the, the threshold? And I know it's little black girls and little black boys looking at me. I know it's elders that are black looking at me. And I know that I'm carrying the torch that our ancestors passed to me. They they created the table for me to be able to sit at the table. So I took it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I took it every three months. Every three months, because you can only take it four times a month a year. I jumped back in studying, jumped back in studying. And one time I was really discouraged. Like, I think it was my 14th time. That was on my mom's birthday a few years ago. I, and I just knew I was going to pass it. I knew I was going to be able to gift passing the exam <laughs> to my mother. But I didn't pass. No, Was that the 14th or one of those times? I Maybe the 13th, whatever. But I took it then. I took it on my grandmother's birthday who passed, who was like my biggest cheerleader, didn't pass. Then I took it again. May last year didn't pass. And then finally, I I reached out to one other coach that said to me, this is what he said, Caucasian man. He said, Naima, I hate to tell you this, you know, during my testing, during my passing, me going through getting past this exam, I got diagnosed. I did neurofeedback. I Started taking Adderall also, which I learned that this is what doctors take to pass their exam. Like, what? How come the Black people don't know this? (laughs) (laughs) A neuropsychologist told me this, and then a neurologist told me this. Caucasian people, and I had no clue. I was monitored by a nurse practitioner with the Adderall, and I no longer take it because it started giving me the jitters, but it did help me to hold information in my mind And also, I learned that you have to unwind. So the last time that I took it was July 14, 2022, which is the anniversary of me being hit by a car and dragged down the street of July 14, 2014. So my sweet 16 was a liberation for for so much. So I call it the sweet 16 because it took me 16 times to pass the exam. And it just, it changed that date and the meaning of that date for greatness and for me to look back and see resilience and also for me to celebrate myself.
0: Mm. So what was it like? I know people that were afraid to take the exam one time, haven't even had the courage to take it one time. How were you able to really push forward that many, after that many tries?
1: you know what? I I just had a destination. I had a destination Mm. in my eye. I kept my eye on where I need to be. I kept my eye on where I need to be because I know it's people on my back. Not meaning like I know I'm carrying our culture. I know this. I know. And I say yes to God. And I keep saying yes. I keep saying yes. But I would rather continue to take the exam and then meet my maker and God say, well done, than for me to give up. I look at it as our ancestors died, like when they were caught reading. How dare mm. I not This is easy. This is easy compared to slavery. This is easy compared to getting getting scraps because we're not worthy, quote unquote, of having it. This is this was easy, honestly, compared to what our ancestors went through. Wow. That keeps me going. That kept me going.
0: The modern world bombards our brains with an overwhelming amount of inputs and stressors. Our brains are struggling to adapt. A lack of brain balance means many of us are anxious, looking for energy in the wrong places, and struggling to get a good night's sleep. The solution is BrainTap. BrainTap combines a variety of proven methods that restore balance to your brain for optimal performance of mind and body. This technology communicates directly with your brain so you don't have to do anything. Simply sit back, relax, and push play. Central to BrainTap technology is the concept of brainwave entrainment. The brain will naturally synchronize with external rhythms. And several modalities are used to accomplish this, including binaural beats, isochronic tones, guided visualization, 10-cycle holographic music, And with the BrainTap headset, you'll have the added benefit of light frequencies. The overall benefits of BrainTap include improved clarity, improved quality of sleep, and more energy. Start your brain fitness journey today with a 14-day free trial. Click on the link in the show notes. Yeah, and I guess that knowingness of people before you Mm -hmm. overcame stuff that we just can't even imagine.
1: I, I I said, God put me in the right era because, you know, getting whipped with whips, being chained to under, under, I remember one day I was resting. It was a Saturday, like five o'clock in the morning. And God gave me a vision of me being a slave under the boat, handcuffed together in shackles with other slaves, sitting in VCs and urine. And I said, I'm just going to rest a little while longer. God said, you rest when you die. Get up and study.
0: Mm.
1: Get up and study. That, wow. like, just, just that and just being so connected to our the spirit of our ancestors. It's, it's in me. It's in me.
0: And it sounds like you were feeling that in you from a young age. Yeah. Which many people either, maybe they never experienced it or they don't realize that that's what that is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I'm so honored. It's, it's like it's a it's a blessing. It's a privilege to be called. This is a calling. It's a calling. And I treat it as such. And most of the time I'm working on grooming my craft,
0: what I'm doing. Oh, boy. And you're doing a lot. So let's let's do the rundown.
1: Well, I'm growing a practice. I am working on grooming other clinicians. And I'm actually grooming my practice to operate without me, but just being overseen by me with my philosophy, because you can have a doctorate and a license. But the way that I serve, I'm a servant. Everybody that works with me will know that we are servants like we this is this is a privilege to be able to provide this type of Support to people. God doesn't bless everybody in this way, in this capacity. So it's a privilege. So just creating a culture, working on creating a culture of and way of providing these services so that my goal is when I pass away, the legacy lives on. The legacy of serving in this capacity lives on. So that's one thing. Working on a book, you know, I have to tell my story. People need to hear it. And Go Bay Personal Power Empowerment Development is my biggest area that I want to focus on. I heard, I think it was Oprah. Someone said, is it Oprah or somebody said it. I listen to a lot of self-help, personal development podcasts and information and do a lot of readings. But they said that whatever you're good at, whatever you get a great response from and you love doing it, figure out how to make money in doing it. So I learned that in my profession, when I speak life into people and I just, I'm present and I, I pay attention and I read their spirit and just pour into them. Like it's something, it's it's it's, it's life altering. And it's not me, I'm, I'm gonna give all honor and glory to God. I just, you know, I'm okay with being a vessel. But that right there, that's what I wanna do. Personal empowerment development. And it's
0: coaching, but on a deeper level. Yeah, and it sounds like, it's not just like psychology textbook psychology. Oh no, it's about integrating spirit yes. into what you do. Your spirit yes. and tapping into the spirit of those that you work with.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm not babysitting anybody. It's it's going to be work, and I'm gonna let you know. But it's going to be love. Sometimes there might be some sternness. It's going to be based on. Be, a behavioral approach, like what do you need to be reinforced and what do you not need to be reinforced? We're going to dive into why do you have certain habits, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, about your body, about your finances, about your career, where you are, what you believe about yourself, where they come from, where these beliefs come from, and really, are they true? And then where do you want to go and how do we get you there?
0: Wow. So it's really testing those mental stories that we tell ourselves, like, mm-hmm. is it true? And um, I think it's the work of, like, Byron Katie. She has something called The Work. So it's a series of questions like, is it true? How do you know it's absolutely true? hmm And she keeps the inquiry going until you realize you can't absolutely say that that's true. Like, you you can't. Like, she breaks it down to the point where you have to be like, okay, so I I don't know that it's absolutely true, like, 100% sure. mm you know, and that kind of opens the door to other possibilities. Like, okay.
1: I like that. I have to look that up. Byron Katie.
0: Yes. Thank you. Yes. And it's called The Work. The Work. And you can download the worksheets online. Oh, thank Um, you. But her work is is definitely so needed because I think we need to challenge our concepts on just about everything. Right. Because we look at everything as absolutes, good, bad, right, and wrong. And sometimes we have to Make space for this more than one right way to to do things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then a lot of times our families have projected their insecurities or their thoughts about what they believe about us onto us, and we live in that. I remember being told, "Oh, you're if you don't lose weight, you're never going to get a boyfriend." I had to learn how to love my plus size body and take. I took all my clothes off. And I just stared at myself. Okay. I got stretch marks here. I got a little flab here. Okay. I love this. I, I had to figure out how to love every part of me. And then I worked on. So, so sometimes when people are overeating, they are, they don't know what to eat. I learned that some of my eating was emotional, but even when I started getting a hold of that, I learned that certain foods I can't eat. I can't eat okay. in, in certain ways. Like rice, if I ever eat rice, it has to be early in the day. I can't eat rice, bread, and crackers. Like it has to be spaced out. It's just the my DNA, it's my genetics and how my body is made up. So every blue moon, I will, but I have to monitor how I eat it. And then also what these foods do to your psyche, your emotional state as well. The white foods are a heavier food and it makes you more lethargic it makes me more lethargic but these are you know I'm gro- groomed in the South so we have to have bread and a starch at every meal. so we say
0: and then we wonder why we got the itis exactly. you know exactly. can I tell you I don't get the itis?
1: <laughs> I don't get it anymore because I don't eat like that anymore. I monitor how I eat. so I had to learn how to love myself and then learn what how what foods do to my body. And then I I actually did a Naomi Campbell for this particular person. And they were like Naima. But I just had to let them know I'm sexy. I'm sexy. And I love every part of me. That was when I was younger. And I, I was impressed by my boldness. But I had to let that person know that whatever you're projecting onto me, it's no longer mine. I forgive you, but it's not for me. That's your cross to carry.
0: Exactly, because it really is their issue, not yours. Yep. Wow. Ooh, I love this. I love this. So, talk to me about talk to me about the creation of of giving hope.
1: How it started. So, giving hope actually started in North Carolina in 2015. I was, like I said, getting these contracts and working for these companies, and I was like, wait a minute, this company partnered me with a school and they're getting a cut off of this. They're paying me, but they're getting a cut off my work. Like I am the prize. I'm going to go get my own contract. Well, I can't get so trying to figure out business and how to speak to people and knocking on doors. Folk need what we have. Folk, they need what I have to offer. A lot of people will let their pride keep them away from saying yes to me. But guess what? I come back. I don't take it personally. No problem. I'll go to somebody else. I'll come back and I'll, I'll shoot you an email and follow up. I'm aggressive. Like I, I am not rude. I'm respectful. I let them know what we have to offer and I get some no's. I get some ignoring and and then I get folk in my email saying, um, Dr. Burgess, do you have this service available? So it started without me even being licensed just over the years. I well-versed in autism I'm well versed in understanding the needs of families, especially families who have children with special needs and are black and brown. I understand that because I feel like I was running an underground railroad in our profession. (laughs) Like certain things had to be hush, hush. Don't tell them you got this from me, but you need to know your rights. You need to email this person and just just really loving on people and giving them information. Was was really what I desired to do, and that giving hope. I'm a life breather. That's how giving hope started, and I got me a
0: contract. And now I'm actually. But how did you figure out the whole business aspect of it? Because the psychologist, nobody teaches us about business. I had to figure. They out. teach us how to, you know, you know, yeah, we we serving, you know, we, you know, we're breathing life into people. We're serving, but they don't really talk to us about the money aspect and how to get the contracts and how to even start to run it as a business. Okay. Okay.
1: I was a network marketer and I still, I still am a network marketer with Arbonne. I, I still am an independent contractor with Arbonne, but I went through so many trainings selling my Arbonne products that I just transitioned it into my profession. I transitioned it into giving hope. I learned that every 100 calls that you make or emails that you send, you might get four touches of people responding back. So keep going. And then I think about slavery. Okay. Somebody fell down and got hurt and broke a leg. Like, get back up. Get back up. Anytime I get an email that says, oh, we're not interested. I send out 20 more. Cause 20 more people. That makes me feel good. That that boosts my adrenaline. Like, we're not going to stop. I'm not going to get disappointment. No. This is going to drive me to let me sit down. Raynard, give me one second. That's my son. Hold on, Raynard. Let me send these messages. And I'll send out a blast. i so send out a blast and make like two or three phone calls, leave some email, some voice messages. And I feel good. I feel good after that. And then I keep going.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So it's other it's, it's other places in my life, like learning, sitting in business meetings, watching other business people in every aspect of my life, watching pastors, just paying attention to how people interact and how they respond. This is how I incorpor- do business. This is how I've learned how to incorporate business. And does all of it work? No. Uh, but I I eat the meat and spit out the bones.
0: Mm, and don't stop. It's just a level of tenacity. It's a level of, you know, like at the level we are. Like once you get to like your doctorate and everything, like we'll way past just being smart. Like there's got to be something else that's gonna push you through. Yeah. I know plenty of smart people sitting home without without a degree. Right. So degrees are really not about intelligence. It's really about just a level of drive and persistence yeah. and a willingness to just to just try and try and try and just keep going. Yeah and keep going Yep, because everybody falls down
1: success is just continuing to get back up continuing to get back up and success is a choice the life that you want is a choice the joy is a choice sitting and moping over a problem so, so i have something in my office at home where there's an arrow it's two arrows uh, one above the other and one is going up and one is going down And it's just a visual are what you doing, taking you higher, like closer to your goal, or is it taking you away from your goal? I I want to grow in life. I want to go higher. So I'm not going to sit and waddle. I might get a bit of sadness for a second, but the more negative feelings you feel, the more negative thoughts you have. I learned this in Arbonne. You're not doing enough of the right things.
0: So get going. Mm. Wow. That's a word for (laughs) you. That's a word for y'all. Y'all lucky she didn't start preaching and praying because she's been known to do that too.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm not for everybody. Like you don't want to ask me your opinion and I'm like, I'm not a pity party person. If that's what you want, you're not going to get it from me. Not at all. So don't come to me. If, if you're a pity party person and you're in my vicinity, you probably won't have me around you for long. But if you want, really? Really? <laughs> Really, And you know what else I incorporated into my life? Iron sharpens iron. And I know whoever life I enter, even if it's walking outside and I smile and I speak to somebody, I'm always going to add to a person's life. They're going to be better in some way, shape or form than when they first met me. They're going to be better in some way. So I deserve the same exact thing. Iron sharpens iron. And if I am iron and I'm hanging around a whole bunch of dull folk that can't pour back into me, what's going to happen? I'm going to get dull by sharpening all these people. So who's going to sharpen me? That's right. So I need to be around sharp people that's pouring into me just like I'm pouring into them.
0: I love it. I love it. Tell me, how can the listeners get in touch with you? How can you get in touch with me? So I
1: have some social media at Dr. Naima underscore. And that's N-A-E-E-M-A. We also have, that's Instagram. And that's all of me. But if you want to follow my business, it's at Giving Hope LLC. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We have TikTok too, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, they they videotape me and have me doing all these things. They direct me and say, do this and do this. All right. And then they put all the words together or whatever those TikToks are. I love it. (laughs) And then we also have a YouTube channel. It's Doctor Naima Giving Hope.
0: Okay, and that will information will be in the show notes. All right, y'all. Yes,
1: so we're we're launching Ooh. Go Bay. Go Bay is G H O, so it's Giving Hope, and it's B A A E. It is Behavior Autism ADHD and Executive Functioning. So what it is is we are coaching and grooming people who have children on the spectrum, who have challenges with their children with behavior or emotional executive functioning challenges or other neuro atypicalities. We're also coaching women because what I've learned over these past 20 years is a lot of women are single and a lot of these women don't believe in themselves. So we have a 12 week personal empowerment development specific course specifically designed for you and each one will look different based on the questions that you, um, how you answer the questions and it's based on what your goals are. Do you want support in your career? Where do you need balance based on the eight pillars of balance? We just help you to create balance because if one area of your life is off, if you're overweight, if you're not taking care of your health, if you're not happy in your career, somewhere along the line, it has to do with stories that you've been told, what you believe, what you believe, And you just not knowing your worth and not knowing that you don't know your worth, because even if you're not acting on it, there's some part in there about you that you're just not believing in yourself. So we help you to grow through those. And it can be as independent or hands on as you want, but not as hands on as you want. You get up to, I think, four coaching sessions in a month and then it can be independent.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. Please subscribe to the show and write us a review. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into Fuck Being Stuck, the podcast. Be sure to check out the show's notes for this episode on www.drsabrinanicole.com and follow us on social media. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. We'll be back next week with more. See you then.